Hello, welcome to the bi-weekly manifestor podcast. I'm your host T, the show for you cautiously optimistic new manifestor fans out there. If you're a young adult looking for tips on manifesting travel in the life of your dreams, you've come to the right place to hear firsthand experiences and advice when it comes to manifestation from me, T. Alright, welcome. Want to hear more about manifestation tactics and etc. that you hear on the podcast? Follow me on Instagram at biweeklymanifestor. Alright, so to begin, I want to tell you a quick recap about last week's episode. So last week in the first part of the Abundance Mindset series, I talked all about why your crew is actually very important to your manifestations. Ever wonder why your manifestations aren't coming true? Why they aren't manifesting into your reality? One particular reason could be the relationships that you have around you. So if you want to hear more about that, tune in to last week's episode. The, the world is made of energy. All right. So happy, happy Wednesday or happy whenever you're listening to this. Happy morning, afternoon, night. Just welcome to the podcast. So it's very important for me when I'm recording my podcast that I, I like to do it in one take because I like to speak. I want to be very raw and intentional and vulnerable with my listeners i don't want to be felt like fake in any way so i don't edit my podcast or at least i don't edit what i say i'll edit and put music in the background but i won't edit the actual speech part with that being said i am bringing that to the second part of my abundance series mindset series so that was a quick glimpse into what i'm talking about today and if you guessed it part two of the abundance mindset series is something that a lot of people struggle with it's something that i struggle with still to this day but i'm definitely a lot better than i used to be but the second tip for building and cultivating an abundance mindset is being vulnerable to your emotions and having strong boundaries okay so this is something that I struggled with a lot I I I still haven't got to the root cause of why I am overly nice at times so I guess let me back up and start from the beginning so the reason why being opening open and vulnerable with your emotions to cultivate abundance mindset because you have to know where your emotions stand on a certain aspect whether it's negative whether it's positive just connecting with your emotions to tell you the truth of a subject okay so i know in this 
patriarchal society and this masculine society that we have it is very go 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 and we have to do this and we have to do this never really taking the time to sit and reflect on how we actually feel about a certain thing and i'm not saying i'm perfect at this i'm not saying that i'm not saying it's something that you're going to be 100 great at doing at all times But having that moment to stop and relax and really just sit and reflect on a certain event in your life, a certain experience, a certain job, a certain travel, a certain relationship, literally anything in your life, knowing exactly how you feel about it will help you with manifesting because First of all, when you're manifesting, the emotions that you have around something or the beliefs that you have around something plays a big part into what you're manifesting. So, for example, I'm going to bring up, let's say we are talking about driving. It's just a really simple example. And if you're a driver and you believe that all... Everyone, everyone, are, everyone in the city that you live in are horrible drivers. No one can drive. Everyone just got their license handed to them. Okay, so that is a belief that you have. Okay, so that belief will go on to shape your manifestations when it comes to driving. So, say you want to manifest in driving, you want to manifest. Being around amazing drivers and your definition of an amazing driver, whatever that is for you, because it's it's subjective based on the person, right? So you want to manifest drivers that are always courteous, that are always following the rules, that are always mindful of the speed limit, mindful of their brakes, so they're not slamming on their brakes in front of you and causing you to slam on your brakes, right? But say you write that down in your manifesting journal Are you set intentions around it or are you, you meditate about it, about manifesting these drivers, but then you also have the belief that the drivers in your city are horrible, okay? So everywhere you go, there is a horrible driver that is running the red light. There is a driver that is turning left on red there's a driver that is going way over the speed limit if you know what i mean so this is an inherent belief that you may have about your city okay so one way you can shift that belief or start manifesting those good drivers that you want in your city is really taking that time to reflect and connect with your emotions about it Okay, so clearing that negative belief that you have, and that's something that you really need to connect with the feminine or the emotional part of you. And I don't say feminine as in like physical feminine. I'm referencing feminine in the aspect of like energy. So the feminine, so I guess when I think feminine, I think nurturing, reflective, um open 
to receiving. So it's the complete opposite of the masculine or the patriarchal society that we have. That is all go and take action, which are all things that we need. I am not saying that the masculine energy is in any way bad. But when it's imbalanced, when there's only a masculine presence, when you're only taking action and you're not taking time to reflect or be open to receiving, that's when you have an imbalance in your energy or imbalance in your beliefs or imbalance in your manifesting. Literally pick the word that you want to choose to describe it. It all ultimately ends up meaning the same thing. So when you when you connect more with the feminine side you're able to 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 really hone in and discover why you feel that way why is that something that you believe is it something that you've experienced as a kid which most of it most of our experiences have to do from experiences that we experienced as a kid so maybe it's something you or maybe it's from when you first started to drive you know, maybe it, it can you it might not even be from when you were a kid. It could have been when you started driving. Um, whatever it may be, that belief is something that is holding you back from manifesting now. So then what you will have to do to shift that belief is really just taking that time to clear that belief and change it and shift it. Okay. So whatever way you feel most aligned to change that belief that you have around a topic so that could be meditating that could be just taking a moment to cry i just feel like connecting with your emotions is a is something that you shouldn't be afraid of it's something that you should embrace whether that's moment to cry whether that's manifest meditating not manifesting I'm uh, just so excited to talk about manifesting that manifesting comes out of my mouth like every 10 seconds. So if you're here, you're probably interested in manifesting. So hopefully you don't hold me to the so much that I say manifesting like every 10 seconds. But yeah, so my point being, my point being, I, my point being that when you're when you connect with your emotions and you really know where it came from then you can hone into that deep rooted belief that you have and shift it okay and then once you shift it and you clear it in whatever method you choose as i was mentioning before meditating moments to cry Maybe you want to meet with the coach that will help you. Maybe you want to meet with a therapist. Maybe you find your best clearing or the best way that you let go of things in your life or let go of negative things in your space is by journaling. Maybe it's by exercise, dancing, running. I guess running is a part of exercising as well as dancing. But those are just naming activities. Whatever you feel helps you heal after something. Helps you heal something negative, I guess. I, I mean, that's not like a super negative experience but that is something as something i mean i guess it's not as negative as like a heartbreak or losing a parent or losing your job or having 
having negative beliefs about money but it's just a simple i just wanted to have a simple example to explain the point that i was going for my point being that find the best method for you to help you clear the belief that is stopping you from manifesting once you do so you do that by honing into your emotions so you take that moment to stop and reflect Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a slight story about me and the experience that I had and something that I was trying to manifest and the way I ultimately started to manifest this was taking that moment to reflect and to hone into my emotions and touch into the feminine side of me. I know that in this patriarchal and masculine society, we are always told to take action. Sometimes we are told to suppress our emotions in order to reach our goals. I don't believe that. At one point in time, I did, in a sense, but I didn't realize I believed it. So, for my listeners right now, if you didn't know... If you didn't know and you didn't follow me before now, I actually tried to start my own project before about a couple years ago. I'm going to say two or three. The concept was similar, except I was showing up on a lot more platforms. I was showing up on video and it was about manifesting and I was doing on book on paper all the right things you do when you're starting a new business i promote it a lot on social media and i mean every social media platform facebook instagram twitter pinterest um is there another one oh and i wrote blog posts i did everything and i had an emailing list where i sent out a newsletter about manifesting tips every week In addition to that, I had a full-time job. So I had a full-time job in my hometown working at a rehab, a rehab um, for drug and alcohol. And, And at the time, I... I, I went through a lot of manifesting courses. So I went through one on just learning how to manifest because I have already been researching manifesting by that point, but I wanted to like really hone my craft and learn more about it and just become an expert in something that is really aligned to me on a soul level and something I feel that will be in my life from this moment forward at that time. And I also took a manifestation course on money, so healing my mindset around money, like letting go of those beliefs that money is money is bad or money is like only for rich people or money people change when they have money (laughs) things around things like that and i have for the most part healed most of my money mindset but that is not the point that i'm getting to so i'm i go a little off track sometimes i apologize but i promise you i always make it back to the road and i stay on track but the point that i was making is the point that i was making 
the point that I was making is that I tried to start a project slash business before and I was doing really well. I designed a logo, I designed a website. I I was promoting all the time. I was going live on Facebook. I had a Facebook group where I had free workshops and free trainings around manifesting. I had literally everything you can think of. Everything that it says you should do when you're starting a new business is what I did. I invest I invested in promotions. I invested in like marketing tools so I could batch work or you know schedule all of my posts in advance so I can still work a full-time job while still building my side business okay so everything on paper looked you know pretty good but what I noticed from what I noticed and what ultimately led to me taking a pause just totally fine as long as you get back up you can pause for whatever you're working on okay so what ultimately led me to me taking a pause is that I burnt myself out. I was just taking so much action. I was imbalanced. I was imbalanced. I was like so masculine in that nature. And please like when I say like when I say masculine and feminine, I just want to reiterate. I don't mean in the in the physical sense, in the gender sense. I'm not um, assigned in general so I'm just talking about the energy space and how each one is different from the other so it's not gender based it's just energy based and it's just the terms that I like to use to help me tell the difference between the two that makes sense so when manifesting there are times when you have to take action and then sometimes there are times when you have to hold back and reflect and take a pause. Let the universe do some work now, you know? Don't try to do all the work. <laughs> yeah, so I choose to call it masculine and feminine. And if you look it up, and there are other manifestation coaches that also call it that. But there are different ways to describe it for me that is the best way that is aligned to my soul and how i choose to talk about it you can call it and you can just say what it is you don't have to say masculine and feminine so that was my quick tidbit about explaining why i use masculine and feminine anyway <laughs> i was in my business and i found that i was just Imbalance. I was taking a lot of action, not saving time for myself to rest. I literally, I burnt myself out, to be 100% honest. The ironic part of everything that I'm telling you is that one of my very first workshops in teaching about manifesting, the last time I tried to start a business, was about masculine and feminine energy and how it's important for manifesting. So that is so funny that as I was running this workshop I was embodying the exact opposite it's like I knew the material I knew the content but I wasn't doing it and that's only because that's only because I I still had things to heal around my abundance mindset okay so that's one part in your abundance mindset. Cultivating an abundance mindset is when you're manifesting something, one, yes, look at the crew that you have around 
you. And that's from part one. Two, the thing that you're trying to manifest. Hmm. Why is it not manifesting? Is it manifest? Is it not manifesting because of some deep-rooted belief that you have? And if that it is so, if you really dig deep and journal and introspect, that is when you look. Yes, yeah, so I just said the same thing. That is when you look into your emotions and you see, oh, uh, there's no good drivers on the road because I inherently believe that this city has bad drivers. It is ingrained in me. Then you do the work. You are. You are now. You are now working that. You are now clearing that belief. You are now trying your best to. To shift the belief that you've had for a while. And I know that seems a little. I guess that seems a little a bit odd. I'm talking about a mon- abundance mindset, but when you look at it in the the big term or the the overall definition, abundance mindset, if you caught my last episode, is all about growth and expansion. Thinking like a beginner, you are always hungry to learn. Okay, so you're always working on yourself you're always pushing yourself to learn more and more even if you feel like you're a pro at something you're always learning okay so if that is something if that is something that you're trying to do of course along the way you're going to really check in with yourself and see how you feel about it trust me um as much as I reflected over the past experiences in my last few years of my life, there are some things that I do regret, and there are some things that I don't regret. And I, re- I, 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 <laughs> I reflect on them, and I, I determine in that moment whether it's something that I should leave up to the universe to bring to me, or is it something that I should take action on? Is it something? That I feel on my part that I need to meet the universe halfway. For the most part, on most things, you're meeting the universe halfway. You just have to know when to stop. And I'll tell you when, I'll tell you on my experience how I learned when to stop. Okay. For me, after I set an intention for what I want to manifest, and I start taking action towards whatever that is. So, for example, right now, my podcast. My podcast is something that I am doing because I am not only obsessed, but I am so passionate about manifesting. Tit for tat, I guess, sometimes. (laughs) But, and it's something that I want to grow and evolve into a business. A lot of successful businesses start with a podcast. I have always wanted my own business. No matter how much I love my job, I love my job. I love teaching. I love teaching kindergarten. It's one of my favorite grades to teach. But at the end of the day, I do want my own business. Until then, in my in my physical life, I am enjoying myself enjoying the job the full-time job that I have right now 
But for me, having my own business brings me that sense of freedom. <laughs> but that's just me. That's what I want to manifest. I want to manifest freedom. I want to manifest the way. Um, I want to manifest being able to decide to go to Las Vegas or to go to Los Angeles or to Chicago for the weekend and still being able to work and have an income. Some people may say that is a dream world. Some people may say, wow, that's ambitious. Some people may say you can do that because other people have done that. I'm more on the type that once I set my mind on something, I I accomplish it. <laughs> but I always sit after I make an intention and say, okay, what is this something that I am doing right now? It's like I write a list and it's me. I write me. It's like, this is what I'm going to do to make my manifestation come real. Okay, so because if you're manifesting a soulmate, or if you're manifesting a dream job, but you're never applying for jobs, or you're never leaving the house, like, to go to out to dinner, or to... And I guess that last part is a really hard example right now, considering we're in the middle of the pandemic. I know that makes everything harder. And I actually saw a really funny post about the pandemic and dating again. It was a meme. I was. It said something like, oh, meme, I'm actually ready to start dating again. And it said, universe, oh, <laughs> just kidding, releases a worldwide pandemic preventing all human interaction. And it's like, me, well played, which is probably true. It's probably well played. <laughs> probably not ready for that. So, as in the meantime, I am working on other pursuits that I have and I trust that the universe will bring my soulmate in when I'm ready so whether that be someone new or someone someone I already know I'm ready for whatever the universe brings for me and all of my manifestations on my vision board anyway getting off track again I apologize but it's, it's always insights that I feel is good for you to hear in the moment. So I hope that helps when I go off track a little bit. I try not to go off track and talk about like, not useless stuff, but just off topic things. I mean, I, I don't like calling things useless. I feel like I ha you have to earn certain titles for me. And useless is one of them and hate is another one. I rarely hate people. You have to earn hate. Like, it has to be something really, really bad. And even then, I don't necessarily hate you. I just forgive you and move on. But that doesn't mean I, like, bring you back in. Into my space. But, yeah. So, so knowing that... Knowing where you stand on things that you're trying to manifest in terms of an emotional standpoint actually plays a big part into your manifestations how you feel will reflect in your manifestations so if you're trying to manifest more money but you don't feel that you can manifest money and so even though you're trying to manifest five hundred dollars in the next two weeks you probably won't manifest five hundred dollars in the next two weeks because you don't believe it so you gotta sit there and reflect on your feelings and actually do it
And the second part of an abundance mindset is having strong boundaries. So I touched on it a little bit just now, but when I forgive and let something go, so I've had a lot of I've had a lot of hurtful experiences in my life, but honestly, I'm not mad at anyone that has hurt my feelings or broke my heart because I I forgive and let go, but that does not mean I invite you back into my space to do it again. If it's something that's meant to be, if it's a really hurtful experience that it imposes on my boundaries, something that I feel that will weaken my boundaries, I won't do it. So in that instance, that is something that I will let the universe handle. If this person that, for example, broke my heart, part of my boundaries is not going out actively seeking that again. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I forgive the person. I'm not mad at them anymore. I know that everything that comes into your life is for a lesson and for a reason. And every experience that I have has helped me grow. So if that person were to come back of their own free will... That is when I'm like, because I let the universe say, hey, if this person is meant to be in my life, then bring them back into my life. But I'm at the point now where I am not actively inviting experiences that will repeat situations, you know? It's kind of that saying, shame on you. I mean, shame on you. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So I always give second chances. I believe that everyone deserves a second chance. But if it was something so extreme that it causes us to lose contact, that is, and it's something, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that like, if they came back and if it was a hand and the reason that I was a part of it, I will own up to that. But that's something that I realize now. <laughs> and now that I'm older and more mature, that's something that I realize now. But what I'm saying is have strong boundaries. What are your boundaries? Stick to them. If your boundaries are you don't like when people lie to you and someone lies, you have a best friend that lies to you, does something horrible that breaks your heart, then you're going to you forgive them, yes. And then maybe you tell them or... But it, maybe it was so bad that you lost contact. Are you going to reconnect and invite it back in without actually talking about it with that person and trying to heal it? Are you getting what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, I know that I had great experiences with this person, no matter the outcome. And I'm not close to the outcome. I'm not close to the possibility of a reconciliation or a reconnection with this person. I'll definitely be best friends with the best friends the best friends that I'm not best friends with anymore or the people that I'm not best friends with anymore because I believe that everyone can change but I'm not and that also goes to say I'm not saying that all the time that I I would be a hard no that I would never like reach back out for reconciliation that is something that I will sit and just listen to my gut I'll listen to my intuition hey my intuition one day tells me to reach out to a best friend for some reason that I don't talk to because of some falling out, I would do it. 
Thought that makes sense. So like have strong boundaries, yes. Okay, because the strong boundaries you have is communicating to the universe that this is you, you're in your power, and this is what you're manifesting, and you're in your <laughs> you are your ultimate abundance mindset. Okay. But at the same time, being open, nurturing, and open to receiving. If that person comes back for reconciliation, if that job comes back wanting to give you another chance, if um I can't think of anything that else that would come back for another chance. But those are just great two examples. You know, be open to it. Just always be open. That's a part of having an abundance mindset. And the universe can surprise you. I've heard so many love stories where, like, it was a traumatic... Um, like, you just didn't meet at the right time. But then you had to separate, heal, and then something happens where they come back together. Literally, just be open. Don't be so stubborn. People are people. We're humans. We make mistakes. And I've just learned that even though I've had people in my life to hurt me and break my heart and take advantage of my kindness, I know that does not mean that that person is evil or that that person is completely at fault for it because I believe that everything that happens to you is, you know, a reflection of something that you feel on the inside. So that person came into your life to teach you something. Yeah. So that is my episode today about um, really connecting with your emotions and being open to receiving. Being open to receiving and seeing what the universe will bring to you. Be more in your feminine side. You know, let things come to you. Don't always be in the action of take, 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 take. <laughs> you know, so yeah. All right. So. To end out our episode, I want to tell you about the last two weeks and what I manifested. So this is actually a prime example for this episode. So this week, I had something um, happen in my work in my work life that I can't go into too much detail about, unfortunately. But it's something that made me slip into a really negative mindset. It's something that. Honestly, I cried for a couple of days these past two weeks. And it was just something that was that I found out about at work. And ultimately that affected what I wanted to manifest for the last two weeks. So what I wanted to manifest was having having like it's just something as simple as improving so like I have feedback from my principals and my managers all the time and I wanted to improve where it was no longer like feedback for me to improve on but so I'm not saying that didn't happen some of it did happen but my full manifestation didn't come true so I didn't improve on everything I improved on a lot like some so Cause I'm far enough along in my manifesting journal that even though like I had a setback, I did imp- I did manifest most of it, but some of it didn't come true. So, with that being said, yeah, and your emotions are very important when you're manifesting, and 
even though it might be something negative, even though you may have to cry, doing that is way better than trying to suppress your emotions. If you suppress your emotions, what's going to happen 10 years from now when you look back and you're like, oh, what if I had done that? (laughs) I just not in the business of regretting anything. And that is including anything that is going on in my life right now. If my intuition is telling me to do something, I'll do it. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that was my manifestation in the last two weeks. I just manifested more positive feedback or I manifested improving in my teaching practice. But I didn't manifest the entire thing. And I wish I could tell you more. I wish I could tell you more, but... I really can't because of a privacy issue and I don't want to get in trouble with my school. And I'm going to figure out a way that I can post this on Instagram, like the proof. I guess I'll like post like an email from my manager with her name blacked out with the topics and then a following week and how much I improve with the topics. That would be a good way to do it, yeah. So you won't see the logo or anything, but you'll see that I improved in these areas. So I'll post it on my Instagram. If you like previous weeks have anything you want to hear me manifest on my podcast send me a dm on instagram or sign up for my emailing list and you can email you can reply to the email sent to you every week with any suggestions that you want to hear about on the podcast about manifesting last thing to wrap up the episode a vision board update so on my vision board i have my soulmate I have manifesting meet and greet tickets with Harry Styles. I have my own apartment. I have a new laptop. And yeah, no update there. But just wanted you to know that I'm going to do this every two weeks. So you can hear that I'm actively manifesting. Um, Last update, if you didn't hear it, was I had a friend reach out after... I'm guessing after hearing the podcast, I actually didn't ask her. She just reached out and said that she wanted to go to the concert with me. Um, As far as a new laptop, nothing on the new laptop, but my current laptop has been working a lot better. So I'm always open to surprises. Maybe my laptop will be like almost like brand new. I'm open to that too, because without my laptop, I wouldn't be recording my podcast now. Yeah, so that's my vision board update. Thank you for tuning in today to listen to the Bi-Weekly Manifester podcast. I do want to clarify bi-weekly, though. I had a few people reach out about that. Um, so the reason why I call it bi-weekly manifester is because I can manif- I'm showing that I can manifest something every two weeks, even if it doesn't come to full tuition, fruition. I said tuition. <laughs> fruition. Um, by the end of two weeks, I still tell you my experience. And I had someone reach out that is twice a week, like isn't bi-weekly twice a week. But then I looked it up and bi-weekly means either twice a week or every two weeks. So that worked out perfectly. So every two weeks, I want to show you what I can manifest and how that is going and just showing to you that manifesting is real all right that is all for today 
happy wednesday enjoy the rest of your hop day or whenever you're listening to this thank you so much for listening if you haven't already follow me on instagram at uh, at bi-weekly manifester and if you're really interested in staying on top of all things bi-weekly manifester click the link in my bio to sign up for the emailing list and make sure you check your spam to for the confirmation email if you did not receive one you will not receive emails if you do not confirm okay all right everyone enjoy the rest of your day this is t signing off happy manifesting